Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. Hey guys, today we're going to talk about chronic pain, and this is a near and dear subject to a lot of us because we all know somebody who's who's dealing with, with, with pain in some capacity. And we want to just put a disclaimer out. Again, my wife and I are both licensed chiropractors. We both have our doctorate in that. And we've spent a, a long time studying and learning and have both uh, combined, you know, a decade and a half of, of clinical experience dealing with people in this issue, dealing with these issues. But we don't know your personal health history, so please connect with your personal health care provider if you want to make any changes or take this advice to them and ask them about it. This is generic advice from generic populations that we have seen in our own practice and not to be taken as the gospel truth for your situation. Yeah, we believe in something called bio-individuality, which means that your body is unique to you and you will respond uniquely. But these are great steps on where to start. So let's dive in. We actually had this topic requested for us. Yeah, my, uh, I won't say who, it's somebody close to us. We asked them, like we're gonna ask you guys every week to share what you want us to talk about. We wanna make this this content really for you guys. And so this is something that's near and dear to us and near and dear to a lot of our former patients and people who are dealing with chronic pain. And what is pain? What is pain? What does it mean? And what is it? what can it tell us about our, our body, our ourselves, maybe kind of what kind of course and action we should take in recovering from that pain, all those kind mm-hmm. of things. Yeah, I know normally we come in here and just kind of wing it, but today we actually have a lot of notes because we wanted this to come across in a very clear, easy to understand, and practical way. Yeah, so when you hear me talking, it's not my humor, it's my wife's humor. (laughs) Don't blame me. Okay, I did write it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the first thing to talk about is just what is pain? Yeah, what is pain? Most people think of pain as something that hurts, right? Oh, ouch, that's pain. I stepped on a rock, or I got poked with a needle, ow. But shockingly, as everything is, it is so much deeper than just a sensation. But pain is technically defined as a neurological feedback loop from actually damaged tissue or, here's the kicker, perceived damaged tissue that is sent to the brain. So the process is in science called nociception. And when the stimulus or signal being sent from the tissue, whether it's damaged or perceived to be damaged, is prolonged and uninterrupted, we now consider this to be a chronic pain. Yes. So interesting fact of of pain, basically the amount of pain you feel actually has no direct relation to the amount of tissue damage that's present. Well, I'll say that again. That's crazy. The amount of pain you perceive is not actually correlated to how much damage is actually there. I know that sounds so weird, but I have personally experienced, as you have too, this exact sensation. So about two or three years ago, I broke my ankle while training for a half marathon. I might add on my very final run, I was very committed to running this. So we took an x-ray at our office. It was a clean break. Technically, non-weight bearing bone, but very clean break. (laughs) I want to say uh, on the record as her husband and her practitioner, I advised against this. (laughs) But I decided to do it anyway. And the pain I felt from running an entire half marathon on a broken angle, ankle is significantly less than when my daughter headbutts me in the nose every day. And can I say that uh, she also PR'd, she had a personal record for that half marathon time on a broken ankle too. I'll just put so that <laughs> in that example, you can say I had actual significant tissue damage done in the broken ankle. And that to me was less painful as perceived by my brain than when my daughter headbutts me and there's no tissue damage. And obviously, this is something that in science we know that there are certain areas of the body. Have you ever, have you ever heard of a, of a term called the homunculus? This is the area of the brain we see and larger areas of the brain have more 
proprioceptive nociceptors, or, or they have more pain receptors in that location. So your fingertips, your, your lips um, are, are some of the most sensitive parts of your body, your face. They have the most amount of sensitivity because they're important and they, they're, they're used for fine things like speech and, and, and grasping things. So those areas are will experience pain at a much higher um, rate than other areas. All that said, your body has an incredible capacity to identify threats to itself or to your well-being and to inform you of them. Yeah. So chronic pain, really, it's it's often driven by many factors, as we talked about, but that involves a lot of different body systems and it's often correlated to other health problems. So sometimes you'll have chronic pain that might not even be where you feel the pain. You might have an issue somewhere else in your body. Most commonly, this is regulated or a dysregulation between the nervous system, the immune system, and the endocrine or your hormone systems. Yeah, and just a quick example of that, if you're kind of struggling to identify, a lot of times people will understand that a heart attack can present as neck and shoulder pain, right? So that's not where your heart is. Your body is using different pain signals to inform you of a chronic issue underneath the skin. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so we're going to highlight just a couple different recommendations for two main categories of chronic pain. So what's what's category number one, Kate? I'll take category one because it's like the quote easier category to <laughs> talk about. I'll give Andrew the harder one. <laughs> so this one is a chronic pain that is actually resulting from tissue damage in the body. So this could be degeneration, scar tissue from an old injury or improper movement from poor mobility or bad posture, but something has actually changed in regards to the tissue that um, is telling your brain that it has some damage to it. Our best recommendation in this situation is a combination of movement, mobility, and myofascial release. Hopefully by starting all of those with M's, they are easier to remember. What is myofascial, Kate? We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to get there. Okay. So movement, mobility, myofascial release. So starting off with movement, all of your joints need movement. Movement produces synovial fluid, which cushions your joint. So even if a joint is painful to you because it has suffered in a certain amount of degeneration. Low impact movement can actually be really helpful because it will help you to begin to produce that synovial fluid again in greater quantities. My mom is someone that's actually in this category. She had really bad degeneration in her knees for years and years and years, and she started moving less and less and less because of it, fearing that if she walked too much, that perhaps it would make the problem worse. And I finally convinced her, mom, you just need to start committing to walking every day for a little bit, maybe one, two, three miles. And she has, and she, she has actually seen her pain go significantly down because again, her body is producing that synovial fluid and it's working its way through those ranges of motion again. The second one is mobility. Your joints should be capable of going through all of your God-given ranges of motion, not just part of them, all of them. Because if you're not able to move a joint in every direction that it's designed to go in, you're going to create muscular imbalances that lead to problems down the road. So 10 minutes of stretching every day can work absolute wonders in your life. And Andrew is a testimony to that. Very much so. Yes. That'll be a whole nother topic. It is, yes. But I, I would argue that stretching is probably the most forgotten weapon against chronic pain in my personal opinion. Lastly, myofascial release. It comes through methods such as foam rolling, tennis balls, lacrosse balls, Theraguns, certified practitioners in these methods. Massage therapists, yep. PTs, chiros, physiotherapists will all have some type of experience with it. Do you want to explain what myofascia is? Yes. Myofascia is simply, uh, it's the soft tissue that surrounds other soft tissue. So your body is made up of compartments and movements. So if you, let's say, take your arm, for example, when you flex your arm, you flex your bicep, your, your muscle is moving against and on top of them next to other tissues like bone and ligaments and other muscles that move in an antagonist or an opposite direction. 
Well, the, the, the way we can do this without having those tissues rub raw is we, they're, they're categorized and they're separated by these myofascial sacs. We just call them myofascia. The fascia surrounding that for short um, is just simply protective covering of soft tissue. So your, your, your intestines, your, your, your whole abdominal cavity is separated from other areas of musculature, from your rib cage, the, the sac that your heart's contained in, or even your lungs. They all have different layers of fascia or tissue that kind of separate them and keep them so that way they don't interact with each other in in an improper way. And if you're someone that says, you know what, I really think that I'm dealing with chronic pain that is a form of direct tissue damage. I really want to be intentional about getting more movement, mobility, and myofascial release, but I don't know where to start. I would definitely recommend going to see a chiropractor or a physical therapist. Somebody that's trained in these areas can at least give you an awesome baseline um, assessment and help you develop a strategy for um, strategy for managing those areas moving forward. Yeah, and a lot of times you'll find personal trainers too if you're somebody who wants to get back into working out that has some training to look at functional mm-hmm. movement s- systems in your body. Um, but yeah, those are great places to start. I get to take the second area of if you're experiencing chronic pain, uh, and basically this is chronic pain that's not related to any damaged tissue, but a dysregulation of your nervous system, your immune system, and your endocrine systems or your hormone system. So these three systems are so interconnected it's 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 actually really difficult to understand where they start and end they're so interrelated with one another and has a it has a lot of aspects so forgive me for the dive the, the deep dive we're about to do but so if you're first starting off and you have you've had a chronic pain and you've ruled out that it's not damaged tissue you're like hey i've got great posture I'm healthy physically. I haven't had any major trauma or damage to my body. Are you getting an X-ray or an MRI yeah. saying we have no idea why yeah. you're experiencing this, happens, this pain? This happens a lot of times to people who came into our office and said, hey, my X-rays look good. My soft tissue MRIs look good. My knees just kill me or my, my low back's just killing me. I don't know what's going on. We would suggest first off, just by this, the easy step is lowering your stress and your inflammation levels through a healthy diet, free from a ton of processed foods and packaged foods, increasing your mineral intake, through things like mineral water, mineral baths, cell salts, coconut water, fresh juices, etc. So this is basically just going, hey, your body could just be stressed out from something. We don't know what it is. Your body responds to abnormal wear and tear or even mental and emotional wear and tear by increasing cortisol levels and other stress hormones. And that, on a chronic basis, leads to lots of inflammation. Inflammation in your body is, is connected to so many different lifestyle issues. So Cleaning your diet up and getting proper amounts of, of nutrients in is a great way to start off. Sometimes people will do like a 30-day fast or like a 30-day whole foods fast where you kind of just really let your body reset. It's a great place to start. If you're someone that's really struggling to make the connection between pain and inflammation in your body, or especially pain in a specific area, keep in mind that poor diet when it raises your stress levels, it can disrupt your hormone level. I think most people can understand that what you eat influences your hormones. And if you go back to the triangle that your hormones directly influence your nervous system and your nervous system is responsible for categorizing what is pain and what is not pain, that really begins to impact, are you experiencing pain because of increased inflammation in your body. So hopefully that's simple enough to help you kind of bridge the gap there. So uh, the next level, once you've cleaned up your diet and and you've you've, uh, allowed yourself to kind of take in a lot of good, healthy nutrients, the next thing you can look at is just what kind of products are you exposed to? What kind of chemicals are you exposing yourself to on a regular basis? Your house can be uh, full of a lot of these without even realizing it. And this is something that's true uh, in our lives. Marketing agents get really good at at making products look clean and look, you know, attractive. 
Um, but you can look at the at the the ingredients and go, wow, a lot of these are, are, are can be causing inflammation and even hormone imbalances. It's a hefty category. We'll probably tackle that in another episode in itself, of itself. But cleaning ingredients, makeup, deodorants, perfumes, cologne, toothpaste, lotions, shampoos, soaps, aerosol sprays, scents, candles, that kind of stuff. A lot of that can be very, very, very harmful and damaging and disrupting to your body's internal system. So we're big fans on, on trying to go as clean as possible, but we know that that's a big step to take and it starts small. So we'll have another conversation about that. But if you want some good resources, there's a there's a, a couple of different apps you can get. One is called Think Dirty and the EWG app. Yeah, and those will have camera options where you can actually scan the barcode of different different products, and it'll give you kind of a grade, basically like, hey, this is a, really, a pretty clean, or this is a pretty bad. It gives you like an A or an F. It kind of grades it and levels of how healthy or how how toxic it is. So that's a really easy, free resource for you. They're not a sponsor of this. We just use them on a regular basis and kind of know. And then once you once you know what to look for, you can kind of go from there. But the next thing, again, we we see the, our, our lifestyle through a Christian worldview. And when you have uh, issues you can't explain, we would be uh, remiss. remiss if we didn't say prayer and seeking the Lord and counsel and having people pray over you. Uh, we pray for healing all the time. We believe that God is a God who still does miracles, who's in the miracle business. And so we want to be mindful to, to seek him out because he has brought so much of us through breakthrough in our lives. And I don't think he, he, he plans to stop anytime soon. And if you want to doubt that, there is actually legitimate, well-done research about people that get healed through prayer that didn't even know they were being prayed over. There's just really incredible statistics out there with your healing rate and capacity when prayer is at the center of it. Yeah. So um, the next thing we would do, again, is, is something that my wife even mentioned, just a daily outdoor walk movement, even if it's not uh, actual damage to your tissue. When you have inflammation in your body, movement is one of the best ways to help promote that flushing of the inflammation out and detoxifying and de and inflaming the body. So nice, easy, low-impact movements, some easy stretching, some Pilates, some, some stretching, some walking, really great ways for your mind and your body to kind of detoxify and rest. It is important to note there, though, you don't want to do a bunch of high-intensity training at this point because yep. your body is already stressed yes, enough. You really don't want to. It's really easy, gentle stuff, nothing too crazy. The next thing we do, again, just get quality rest. We just did a, a whole, a whole um, podcast on quality rest, on sleep, on Sabbath. Make this an absolute priority. Your body recovers when you sleep. If you don't let your body rest and recover, you will constantly be dealing with stress and issues that, that go along with that. Now, I know we're a little biased here, but we have actual experience in, in this field. Chiropractic has, there's some research that's shown that it's incredible to help your body break these chronic pain feedback loops in your brain and your nervous system. We, we won't bore you with the science. There's a lot of it and it's really cool. But establishing proper mobility of a joint through an adjustment can help restore proper neurological feedback. So your body truly understands what's going on. Sometimes that dysregulation can be because you don't have proper movement. The, the tissue is not damaged, but because you don't have actual current information of what that tissue is doing your body senses that as just something that's off and it, it promotes inflammation and just creates pain pain is a, is a symptom that lets us know something's not right so pain this whole thing is about pain pain what is it it's information to our body that something's not right and mm -hmm. so it allows us to kind of dive down that deep hole of what could it be now none of this by any means is an exact 
uh, science about what you should do, but these are some of these are really general and easy first steps to kind of explore what's going on in your body. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.